Welcome, everybody. It is Thursday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for yet another installment of the best show that nobody's watching, the Get Off My Lawn podcast. So welcome to the show. We're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to have a, a lively discussion, I think, I hope, and uh, lively both out there in the uh, out there in the chat and here actually on screen or, or coming through your speakers, depending on if you're watching or listening. So uh, we're going to jump into a few things here. First and foremost, make sure if you are joining us live that you're commenting out there. And uh, we always have a nice, lively discussion on YouTube. But uh, I'd like to pick that up over on the Facebook side. We, uh, we're shaking it back up. Didn't go to Twitter tonight. Going to both of the Facebook pages so you can see this on the Sandhills Media page. You can see this on the Get Off My Lawn podcast page. And of course, Sandhills Media on YouTube. So uh, if you are catching this on the replay on the podcast side, audio side, then uh, you can join us live every Thursday, 8 o'clock Central Time right here. And put those comments in. It's like watching TV, only better because we can see what you have to say. And uh, we can even put your comments right up on the screen if we need to, to do something like that. So uh, if you're catching us afterwards and you want to reach out to us, the email address is ne, which is for Nebraska, ne sandhillsmedia at gmail.com. And the dog's going nuts. I just gave her a new chewy, uh, rawhide looking simulation thing and she's all excited now so if she's going nuts if i get distracted it's because of the dog um but uh we love her and we don't want to always exclude her so we're going to get rolling here we will uh get a couple announcements we'll bring everybody in here you know what let's bring everybody in first so uh let's see we've got this first guy joining us from the great state of south dakota and like a good neighbor He's wearing my uh, my organization, NFOA, on his head tonight. Paul Lathrop, how are you, sir? Doing great, man. How are you and, doing, uh, And how do we know you? Where uh, where can you be found, sir? I am the Deputy Director of New Media for the Second Amendment Foundation. You can find me broadcasting Monday through Saturday on, on uh, Polite Society Podcast, Facebook, and YouTube page for SAF. We do a program called The Bullet. And we just found out that uh, if everything works right, you maybe can see my smiling mug on the bullet on Saturday this week, which Looking is noon it. Central Time, right? 12 p.m. Central Time. Which Monday is... through Friday is 5 p.m. Central Time. And then on Saturday, we do an hour-long show. It's, it's a week in the review show, and it's a little more relaxed. We got more time, and we dig deeper into the subjects. That one happens at noon Central Time on Saturday. There we go. All right. So, yeah, Lord willing, the crick don't rise. I will be there with you this Saturday, which that is the uh, the 18th of June, 2022 at noon central. All right. So also joining us for the first time ever, we have got Mr. Kevin Sona, who is coming from uh, the, the great state of Florida. If he had his cape on, he could be Florida man. Could be, uh, <laughs> but I think we're going to call him Captain Cookware because he's got all that cool cast iron stuff hanging up behind him. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, John? We're doing great. Hey, can you tell us just a little bit about Florida Carry for anybody who's not familiar? Florida Carry is Florida State uh, Second Amendment Advocacy uh, Organization. So uh, we have three main purposes, and that is uh, education, legislation, and our least favorite part is litigation. So we're heavily involved here in the state of Florida, trying to regain our rights back that have been uh, 
kind of trampled on here lately. And it sounds like you're going to get some of your rights back long before Nebraskans do. So kudos to you for that one. It sounds like we're just waiting for a bill to get over to uh, Ron DeSantis to sign it, right? We're hoping. Um, we got some work to do next session, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, same here in Nebraska. So, all right. Uh, glad to have you along. And uh, I think you'll find that you just fit right in here like a square peg in a round hole, just the same way that the rest of us do. Yep. So, uh Next up, we want to say hello to Patrick Collins. You may know him as The Gun Foodie. He also runs the website, The Gun Food. And uh, you can actually get a link to that over on my website at sandhillsdefense.com. You can link over to The Gun Food. If, you're, if your gun gets hungry, you got to feed it. It's got to eat. So Patrick's the man. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Oh, glad to have you along. All right, and then last, but certainly not least, we have got one of Lincoln's two most eligible bachelors. We do not tonight have our uh, fully semi-official co-host with us, but we do have that tactical teacher, everybody's uh, favorite uh, educator, Travis P11, is in the house. You know, I'm not defense dad, but I'm the next best thing, so uh, <laughs> hey man, I'm... Um, He's the tire. I'm the spare tire. So I, I think tire, that so, yeah. <laughs> tactical teacher is still a, a cool, uh, great alliterative way to go. So appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Just uh, check out my YouTube channel, Travis P11. Lots of good stuff over there and let you guys discover that as you feel like it should be cool. a good topic for tonight. I'm pretty excited about it and uh, see where the discussion takes us, man. All yeah. right. All right. Now I got to do this in Brady Bunches because we just completely lost Paul behind my sponsor there. So Let's do this so that uh, everybody's on the screen and we can see all of your beautiful faces and and uh, and mine too. Um, I was about to say, Paul never looked so good. <laughs> well, we could go back if you wanted to. No, I'm kidding. It's that glorious backdrop behind him. What is that, Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> no, ah. that is not. That's uh, which one, Patrick's or or Paul's? Oh, uh, Paul's, Paul's, yeah. Yeah, Patrick's looks more like Detroit with all the uh, empty brass laying around. Yeah, I'm just standing on the street corner right now. Kevin's, <laughs> yeah. rocking, Kevin's rocking the Pioneer Woman background there. So I, I heard a guy, <laughs> speak, speaking of Detroit, I heard a guy say that he was driving through there one time and he saw a sign that said, dangerous intersection ahead. And he figured in Motown, it's probably a machine gun nest. So red light or not, he wasn't stopping. Wasn't going to be dangerous to him. There you go. All right. A uh, couple things that I want to cover real quick before we get into some stuff here. Uh, first and foremost, the disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong to the individual expressing them. Do not reflect the views of any of our sponsors. Also, we're not lawyers. We're not doctors. We're not offering any legal advice or any medical advice. Hopefully that keeps us on YouTube for a while just by saying that. Uh, we're also very proud, as always, to say that we're a member of the Self-Defense Radio Network, uh, for which Paul is responsible there, too, uh, or in part, at least. And so uh, go check us out and a whole lot of great shows at uh, sdrn.us. And uh, just don't do it right now. Make sure you wait till this show's over. Then go and check them out. And then last but certainly not least... Uh, if you notice the uh, sponsor that was covering up Paul's face a little bit ago, uh, Open Country Firearms is the reason we can go live tonight to two different Facebook pages and YouTube all at the same time. Uh, so thank you very much to Garrett Keel up at Open Country Firearms in Osmond, Nebraska. 
Garrett's goal with Open Country was to create a great storefront and assist responsible gun owners in new and used purchases, custom orders, transfers, and more. He's always been an advocate for the Second Amendment and thought opening his own gun store would be an excellent way to help shooters get what they want and connect with new people. You can call Garrett at 402-841-0970 or visit OpenCountryFirearms.com for some of the best deals on new and used firearms, ammunition, and now suppressors. And he's adding more and more lines of those all the time. And make sure you let him know that we sent you, that you heard about him here, and uh, you just had to go check it out and see what he had to offer. So we'll pull that back off the screen. And uh, who do we have out there? We've got a few people. Um, come back over here to the comments. Who do we have on the Facebook side? So far, I see Steve out there. Steve's the only one showing up from Facebook. On the YouTube's Kingpin, Sandhill's sweetheart, my beautiful bride and producer is just off the screen where she likes it. She is in the, in the comments, so uh, she kind of handles those and, and hollers at me if there's anything important you guys know how this works i do the talking she does the typing uh gizzard gary's out there blitz is out there patriot in the dark um who else irish wrist watcher again um they'll try to twist my tongue but my tongue is untwistable uh gun websites is out there as well pat in a bunker can't, can't make it um on screen but uh, he's trying to listen He's uh, working on an irrigation pivot right now that's got plugged up nozzles. So uh, thanks, Pat, because uh, America and the rest of the world can eat thanks to your efforts. We appreciate you. DJ Play Nice showed up too. All right. So uh, we're not going to spend the whole night shouting out everybody. We will later. That's one of the best things about my bride. She keeps a list. So put those comments out there and we will thank you for joining us later if you uh, if you were commenting so we can we can say thanks for for the support make sure you're sharing this with everybody and don't just share it on your page go ahead and send this to people put it in an email put it in a text or a a, a pm a private message on facebook uh and just say hey check this out this was kind of cool in your uh, community groups in your political groups you belong to everywhere. all those things yeah I, i'd really appreciate it tired of uh, going out to tens of people i'd like this to grow i can't do it without your help but i'm not begging for much just a, a couple copy and paste and uh, and send that it's not that hard so all right um you guys most of you have been here most of you kind of know how this works i'm not gonna be uh the the talk show host where you guys have to sit and wait to be called on there's no raising your hand here we're just five guys sitting around a campfire having a discussion so think of it that way and uh we'll try not to all of us talk at once but i just want this to be an actual conversation so I, uh, ever since, of course, the, the tragedies that have happened recently, and there's been way too many of them across the country, where somebody took their Second Amendment rights and completely uh, misused them and perverted them and didn't, uh, didn't give them the re responsible treatment that they deserve, uh, those rights should be treated with. And so they, they murdered people. They used firearms to do it because that's what they chose. And of course, not long after one of those uh, tragic incidents, uh, NRA had their annual members meeting and they went ahead and, and kept it, even though they were, you know, a lot of people were saying, hey, that's, that's bad form. Uh, you shouldn't do it. And they went ahead and did it, which I thought they should have. They didn't do anything wrong. And the people in that building didn't do anything wrong. Um, 
but the protesters, I've seen a few videos. Nuance Bro uh, had a great video where he was interviewing people. I've seen a few others. The thing I keep hearing time and time again is that uh, we could get this stuff fixed. We could change the world if only the gun lobby didn't control all of our politicians. And I keep hearing this and I keep scratching my head trying to figure out who the heck is it? Who's this gun lobby? What what is this organization that is so powerful? I mean, do they do they kidnap people's children and say hold them for ransom and say if you don't vote the way that that we want you to vote, we're going to turn your kids into uh we're going to let them watch the view or something like I don't know what kind of threats they could possibly make. Um there's not this sinister Illuminati type organization out there that I know of. Unless, we just haven't introduced you yet. Unless everybody knows, and I'm just the only one that, that hasn't been told. But honestly, they make this thing sound so big and so powerful and so ominous. And it's not. Sounds like uh, you don't know the secret handshake. I do not know the secret handshake. I'm starting to get a little suspicious that maybe there's a secret handshake. I don't have the right ring, the, the right insignia on a on a ring or a pendant that's what that's what it is all kidding aside there is no big gun lobby organization who has got these politicians in their pocket um trust me when it comes to money there is no single gun organization that uh that comes close to to the clout that some of these other companies have uh or some of these other organizations have and so I want to start the night off a little bit just by talking about, you know, the the myth side of this. They they build this up to be such a, a thing. And, of course, the only group that I've ever heard, which I think this is a good thing, uh, but we always hear about how the NRA is evil and the NRA only exists to, to allow people to kill children and all this terrible things. Um, and that is their only punching bag. And so the the natural inference is to equate the gun lobby with the NRA. And they're the only reason why um, we aren't able to just take these evil guns away from people um, because they control the politicians. Now, trust me, I'm going to throw this one out first and foremost. If the NRA controlled the politicians, there'd be no NFA. There'd be no Gun Control Act. There'd be no Hughes Amendment. All of those things would have been repealed by now. If we had any kind of actual power to control politicians then we would be in control so that right there says everything that anybody needs to know about this uh but that wouldn't fill all of our time so we can't end the discussion there but what do you guys think as far as you know the the villainization of the nra and some of these other groups that thank goodness they work in the i guess backstage area in the wings um, they're the ones that are actually getting stuff done while the NRA is big enough to absorb the punches and everybody can boo them and jeer them. Um, what do you guys think about that as far as, as just, is the NRA really that powerful and I'm just completely off base here? They used to be. Sure. Uh, anymore, you know, on a lobbying level, on the federal level, uh, there I think they went from number one in 2019 i think they're number three or number four now okay in the gun rights arena for spending money on lobbying on the federal level 
they used to be the 800 pound gorilla in the room and they still are because they've got millions of members. Um, but, uh, and I, and I'm not here to knock the NRA. I'm a life member. I will not give my lifetime membership up simply because I want to continue voting for the board. Um, I, uh, we need a powerful NRA and I'm all for a powerful NRA. Um, but is the NRA, the gun lobby, not even close? No, I don't think so. And not, not in the sense that, um, the gun lobby controls the politicians and that's the reason why kids are dying for sure. Um, no, and I don't know, maybe we're pulling the curtain back a little too far tonight. Maybe it's a good thing. This is the best show that no one's watching. Because maybe I'm not supposed to say some of these quiet parts out loud, I guess. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think any of us would sit here and, and defend the NRA because the NRA is uh, – we're a little angry at the NRA. At least speaking, speaking for myself, I am. That well, for sure on certain things. But, and, um, and, and me too, especially considering the fact that the, the NFOA hat that Paul is, is so graciously wearing tonight on, on my show, uh, Nebraska Firearms Owners Association, we fought tooth and nail – uh, some of us drove a couple hours to get to Lincoln uh, to, to testify and then again to, to just be in the hallways um, when they had their floor debate for our constitutional carry bill. And the NRA and uh, the, the other guy that you mentioned before we went live, Kevin, um, they both tried to block that bill in, in its, how do I say this? They tried to block the bill with with one of the amendments that was proposed, but that amendment was the only thing that was going to get it passed. And then um, it turned out that there was maybe a, just a tiny chance we passed it without that amendment that everybody hated. And, and even that didn't happen. But what happened was um, they they sold it as a, a poison pill. We've had the same thing here in Florida with the NRA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and we've had it time and time again with them and that other group, um, because I'm speaking, because I'm partly speaking as an NFOA board member. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call them out, but you know I'm not the one wearing the hat. It was the uh, um, National Association for Gun Rights, or or uh, yeah, that's the one. And then NRA ILA, both of them put out posts and and uh, um, things on social media saying that hey, uh, Nebraska's got a bill. Uh, it, it's a poison pill. It, it's going to cause a statewide gun registration, all kinds of stuff that wasn't true. Um, if, if they would get out of our way and let the local groups do their jobs, we'd have been, we'd have been fine. And I wouldn't have needed my permit right now, but that's neither here nor there. So yeah, I, I'm no fan of the NRA. I'm definitely no fan of national association of gun rights, um, or, or their leader, uh, because it, it seems like, uh, all they ever want to do is just stir up the pot and then say that they're doing something and beg for money. And the NRA doesn't seem to do that quite as much uh, lately. But well, the, the media is very unfair, and the media is uh, you know, very dishonest in the fact oh, sure. where they talk about the NRA, but they don't talk about the history of the NRA being the oldest civil rights organization in the country. They, they leave that part out. Oh, of course. It's, it's too convenient not it doesn't to fit the agenda. mention that. Well, and, and the other thing is, if we're going to talk about the NRA – not being the gun lobby, we do need to talk about some of the things that NRA is responsible for that, um, that we cannot lose them. Just like every gun range that you go to in America, uh, without the NRA, they don't have insurance yep. and they don't have a range. 
So as much as it sticks in my craw to say this, we need to have the NRA around. We need people to still be members. Most ranges will give you a discount if you are a member or they require membership in the NRA to be uh, a membership of, of that range or that gun club. Just as Paul said, we need a strong NRA. We need a strong NRA, but we and we need them to step up and do their job and do it right. Um, and and that can't happen while they're they're having all the scandals and the lawsuits against them and the infighting and and there's a lot of things that need to be fixed. Uh, the NRA is definitely sick, but I would love to see it come out the other side, and and be what we all want it to be. So, I don't think it's a lost cause. I think that right now. We still need them because, again, they're big enough. They're the ones that can handle getting bad-mouthed on every news program from here to breakfast. Um, they're not going anywhere. And then all these other groups, like Paul's employer and, and several others, can step in and, and file lawsuits and, and get things changed at both the state levels and uh, and the national level um, and, and do some work that the NRA... Uh, may or may not have the the ability to to do all on their own so but these other groups nobody's talking about them nobody's going after them trying to shut them down because the for whatever reason the spotlight stays on nra uh which like i said i think it's a good thing they can handle it i personally rather and i tell people all the time i rather have people spend the money and get a membership with the second amendment foundation um oh sure it's a absolute first rate organization and they they get the job done and we don't have to worry about any of the the, the bs going on with uh the nra or whatnot and you're happy having being a part of the second amendment foundation mm -hmm. nope they're doing a lot of good work um and and several others are too um i mean we can't mention saf without saying fpc firearms policy coalition we can't we have to mention gun owners of america, america. uh you know they're, they're all spending um spending their their members donation money to file suits and to 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 make things happen uh the things that nra ila should be doing but they're they're being hamstrung right now because they're taking so much heat so again uh we have to appreciate that i i said it's been a couple of years ago we had a whole episode uh, about them and i i said it's kind of like the old uh uh from uh, the dark knight batman movie uh you know they're not the they're not the organization we deserve but they're the organization we need they're not the hero we deserve but they're the hero we need uh because again they can take all that heat and, and so to consider too is that the nra has really led the way as far as standardization of training yeah um, which you can't really take away from it and a lot of people associate training with the use of a firearm and they're really two different things right like to oh, sure. train with a firearm that's one aspect of the use of a firearm it's a whole nother aspect to use it either justified or not <laughs> and uh a lot of times what the news and media tries to glorify or you know essentially uh sensationalize is the fact that Sometimes there are folks that are at the end of their, you know, perceived wanted life and they misuse firearms. And, and that's something that I don't think the NRA has a strong path going for the uh, psychological impact of it. 
Right. But as far as the training aspect and as far as who they are and how long they've been there and, you know, the elephant in the room, they are definitely uh, there solidly. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, out there in the uh, the YouTube chat, uh, G-Webs has a question for us. And um, I try to do this very thing, but he says people pay for multiple video streaming packages monthly. Why can't we talk about people being members of many of these organizations who picks just one to support or join? Not me. I support lots of them and, and not at only one level. Uh, you can support several different nationwide organizations. You can support several different state organizations. Most of the state uh, lobby organizations and, and gun owners, I don't like to say the word gun rights because guns don't have rights just the same way they don't kill people. The gun owners have rights. American citizens have rights. And so I like to say the, the state-level gun owners' rights uh, organizations. You can support NFOA and not live in Nebraska. You can support Florida Carry and not live in Florida. Uh, Bama Carry and VCDL and, and AZCDL. And I every state's got at least one organization that, that is there to fight in their state's capital to, to preserve and protect the rights of the firearm owners in that state. Um, and uh, that's... Can I add two to that real quick. Two that really need, really, really need help right now. CNJFO out of New Jersey, and NYSRPA out of New York, yeah. which may be getting a lot of people a lot more freedom next week when a decision comes down from the Absolutely. Supreme Court. This has got to happen next week, or it doesn't happen at all, right? No, it, no. The Supreme Court can do what it wants. Right. Chances are it will be released next week. They're releasing decisions Tuesday and Thursday of next week, and then the Monday following. But chances are the decision will come either Tuesday or Thursday next week. Okay. Yeah, All I'm right. pretty heavily involved with New Jersey, um, the fight in New Jersey, even though I was born and raised in the South. I'm still heavily involved in the stuff that goes on in New Jersey. Sure. Nope, that, that makes sense. But, I mean, there I say this all the time across our state. Um, you may live in one state, but have a vested interest in multiple states. You may have family members in a different state. You may have come from a different state than you live in now. I don't, but I know a lot of you do. Um, you, you may have, you may own property in, in more than one state or live in one and work across a state line in a different state. You've got a vested interest in multiple states. And then we also need to watch some of the, the keystone states. You know, the, the old saying, as goes Texas, so goes the nation. Um, we, we all owe it to ourselves to keep an eye on what happens in Austin. Because if Texas would ever turn blue, the country turns blue. There's just no way around it. And we always think of them as kind of our last bastion of freedom. They, they sure think of themselves as that, a lot of the Texans that I know. And I mean that as a compliment. Um, for what's, most of them. What, what's that saying? What happens in California doesn't stay in California. Right. And the, and the same thing. Yeah, we, we see that all the time. Or or uh, or Chicago or um, uh, New Jersey, too. So, you know, things like that. They, they don't stay put. Um, we see other states try and copy what one state got away with. And it, it works both ways. Uh, we've seen a ton of states carbon copy the uh, the constitutional carry laws uh some of some states are are more free than others um in my opinion you know this is semantics but we're talking legal things words matter in my opinion constitutional carry means exactly shall not be infringed and nothing less 
which means I, I could take I can own anything I want to own. I can take it anywhere I want to take it, and I can I can carry it however I want to carry it, or as many of them as I want to carry. Uh, permitless carry means I don't need to have uh, permission from the state to conceal carry my my firearm. Uh, so it's it's a more restrictive thing in in my mind. So at least you know we've got what is it now right at half the states 25 yep yeah 25 states now have some form of concealed carry where you do not need to get permission from the state to exercise your right and we still have yet to see a bloodbath in any of them it's just not happening we we do see things i mean yeah something just happened in texas but that's not a bloodbath that's not normal concealed carriers uh, having a beef because somebody took the the last bag of Cheetos off the grocery store shelf uh, right before somebody else got to it and shooting somebody over it. That's that stuff just doesn't happen. All the things that we were told was were going to happen if we let people concealed carry, and now we're we're being told again this is going to happen if you let people do it without vetting them first. And it's crickets. We we all we all know that the media if it bleeds it leads. Um. You notice how the story in West Virginia of the gentleman, I guess, that got out of a car with an AR-15 opening fire on a group of people, and there was a lady that shot him dead before he can shoot anyone. Yep. That's not in the media. That popped up for a little tiny blip, and it was gone. Because yeah, it was or, or, the or agenda. Two days after the shooting in Texas at the school, there was a, an uh, Alabama school Alabama. who somebody tried to get in, and that uh, murderer didn't get to murder anybody that day. Uh, he he tried to try he he picked a fight with the wrong security people and and law enforcement there, uh, but yeah we didn't hear about that much um, and so what? we we always hear we know this you all five of us on this panel know this most of you out there hearing my voice right now know this that the at at the bare minimum the number of times a firearm saves a life versus the number of times a firearm takes a life in this country is 10 to 1. Bare minimum 10 to 1. And that's the that's the most conservative numbers that we could possibly use. 50,000 uh, deaths per year of by a bullet and half a million defensive gun uses. And and all the numbers say that that's it's probably five times more at least yeah. than than that half million. So that's 10 to 1 or more times that guns are beneficial. And nobody wants to admit to that when it comes to making policy or making headlines. And because you're also it, including member, you're also including in those numbers suicides yes, and gang bangers. Yes, every American, each other. every American and justifiable. died by a gunshot. And yeah. justifiable. Yep. Like you mentioned, John, you mentioned the incident happened in, in the school in Alabama when the guy tried getting into school yeah. and then he was taken out. What the dirty little secret is, they'll take that death and yeah. call it a school shooting and try to use it against us to take our rights away. Yes, they will. If someone kills themselves within a school zone, mm -hmm. they call it a school. Yeah, I, I don't remember which town it was, but I know that at one point, at least one death was counted in that school shooting um, total where uh, it, the school was closed. It wasn't even... Uh, it, it wasn't that school was out. That school was completely shut down mm -hmm. and and the building was vacant and he was in the parking lot when he decided to take his own life with a firearm school shooting. But it's, it's just so it's sickening what they do. And I tell people all the time, the, the two guys, the boss, the Boston uh, bomber guys. Yep. yep. 
the, yeah. the, the one brother was shot, so he's listed as a gun injury. The other brother was shot dead, so he's listed as a gun death. Yeah. And I'm like, you realize they're using a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> the pad yeah. the numbers. Yeah. Yep. Exactly right. At that rate, we might as well include casualties overseas too. Because well, I mean, it's no different than when Biden says that uh, for the first time ever guns are the number one killer of children in america now which is true if you count all teenagers as children 19 but if you cut them off at 17 and under those numbers don't work anymore yeah so it's still it's still more parents listen to me your children are still in more danger on the way to school than once they get there accidents are still the number one cause of death of children yes Yes, your children are in more danger in your car or on the bus than they are once they get to school uh, of dying from a bullet. And last I knew, the chances were greater of your children getting struck by lightning than getting shot at school. Yeah. So, so all right, so we've kind of established the NRA is not the gun lobby. There's not any one big sinister organization like Spectre or something like that. Um that's out there that that is twisting and and polluting the minds of politicians because again if that was the case we would we wouldn't lose more rights every year than we gain we we'd have them all back so we know that's not the case so let's shift gears a little bit and let's talk about actually who is the gun lobby and why is it that um why is it that the gun lobby does have such power when it comes to um the laws and and why people can't push through a, a bill that bans all quote unquote assault weapons and bans all standard capacity magazines with no grandfather clause you either destroy your property that you paid for or you're a felon uh why can't we get some of that stuff pushed through who's actually standing in the gap it's not it's not one big gigantic organization it's paul it's Kevin, it's Patrick, it's Travis and me. It's you out there listening. If you've ever picked up your phone and called your state or your federal Congress critter or your senators or or your your school board, uh, your county commissioners, anybody like that, if you've ever just said, hey, um, I don't like this bill, please don't support it, or I do like this bill, please support it, that's you. You are the gun lobby. That is lobbying. You don't have to grease any palms you don't have to slip money into somebody's pocket or make a, a campaign contribution to to be heard you just have to pick up the phone and say you know hey my name's patrick i live at you know this address in georgia and uh, i voted uh do you want me to vote for you will you earn my vote that's all it takes uh i know patrick knows that i just use you as an example because you're I, I can't get past that cool background i wish i had a green screen now Oh. <laughs> the the award for best background definitely goes to Patrick and and uh, I don't know it's a three way tie between the rest of you guys. Uh, so so let's talk a little bit about how one person can be the gun lobby and that just because you're one person, um, you know you can be like like Michael Knight from Knight Rider. One man can make a difference. One woman can make a difference. Um. You don't have to have a cool car that talks to you either. But if you do, please look me up. I want to, I want to go for a ride. I want to drive Kit. I want to drive Kit. No, I just I want to ride. Kit can drive. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> well, you know, I've got this. Uh, 
I've got a Amazon device in my car. I talk to my car. My car talks back all the time. Just so yeah. You driving Alexa? Yeah. Well, she's in the car with me. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. I, we had an Alexa. We ran that sucker for almost a week before we unplugged it and stuck it in the closet. And I don't, I still don't feel safe with it unplugged in the closet. Um, (laughs) <laughs> because I understand when I search, you know, Wrangler jeans on my phone, then I'm going to get Wrangler jeans ads on Facebook. I get it. I understand how that works. But when we, when I'm nowhere near my phone and we're talking about how the, the toaster's on the fritz and I want to get a nice four slice toaster. And then all of a sudden I'm getting Amazon ads for toasters ads popping up everywhere on my phone. What in it, the fridge? Does it look like a little hockey puck? John, what's the design of this one? This Alexa unit. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's, you know okay. what? I've got. So you can put in a blue rock launcher and the clay pigeon launcher and throw it out across the prairie and blow it up, right? Oh, just put it in the lineup, orange, uh, duck, 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 goose. You know, go yeah. on. Uh, yeah, there you go. go. Dude, that's how you fix the Alexa problem right there. And then watch it. You'll get like body armor ads showing up on your phone afterwards. You'll get uh, Benelli over under shotgun ads showing up on your phone. I'll get offers to join every town for gun safety and the gift for the season. Injury lawyers. Game and parks. Yeah. It's going to be the, you know, Jeff Bezos yeah. is, is going to be like, no, we've got to stop this. We need to get a hand launcher. Let's go do it tomorrow. Come on, let's go find a. You got pasture land. We can do this. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm down. I got to be back by noon on Saturday, though. No problem. All right. <laughs> <laughs> on my way. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, yep. Yep. So, so what does that mean? How does that work? Um, we've talked about a few of the state groups. Um, Paul, what are the state groups where where you are in South Dakota? There isn't a South Dakota state gun rights group per se. Okay. Uh-huh. So. South Dakotans, um, it's time to step up, get together. You know how these things form is a bunch of people get together and decide that they're going to hang out together and make something happen. Eventually, it grows into, uh, hey, you know, if we put our money together, we can become a, a 501c3, 4, 15, whatever uh, you want to form and, and make this legit. And, you know, the one in Nebraska, we don't have an address. We don't have a building. Um, we don't. Uh, we don't have any paid people at all. Uh, everything's volunteerism, um, and I like that. I don't say that for an attaboy. I say that because you can bet your butt that everybody that is helping us is doing it because they want to. They're not doing it just because they're getting paid to be there. Um, and I love that about my organization. Um, but we still need money to do stuff and we still need donations. Florida carry still needs your support. All the ones that we've already listed still need your support. Um, so, uh, so how, how does that work though? How, how do the regular people, um, why is it that the anti-gun people can't just come along and, and take our stuff away? What is it about just regular ordinary people that is always been able to block that what do you guys think if i could i'm going to put something up on my part of my screen here that's how it works right there let me put i'm just going to full screen you for a second on the national level u.s capital switchboard 202-224-3121 i've been pushing that number for a long time i've been pushing it hard the past week that's how it happens is because people like john people like me Anybody that has a Second Amendment media reach 
has been pushing that number. Now, each of us chooses to, we can, you, you know, we don't, there's no concerted effort for all of us to do it. But we've been saying specifically now when there is in the Senate, there's real danger of gun control going through. We've been saying, call your senators, call them today, call them tomorrow at breakfast, call them at lunch, call them before they go home tomorrow. Uh, you need to, that's, that's how the big, uh, and then the national level, and that's how we stopped any gun control after Sandy Hook. <laughs> Excuse and, if you me. Don't, and if you don't know who your representatives, you call the number, give them, tell, your tell them what state you live in. Yep. They will connect they'll, they'll put you through to your senators. If you want to talk to your house member, give them your zip code. They'll put you through to your house member. Yep. And That's be awesome. respectful. Yes, I, I can't stress that enough. We cannot uh, catch any flies with vinegar. We have to use honey. And it sucks, especially if you live in a district where your Congress critter is Nancy Pelosi or somebody like that. Um, you know, if if you uh, if you're in in Minnesota and uh, the Ilhan Omar is your your Congress critter, I you have my sympathies. But that does that's no reason not to reach out to her office and still flood her office with emails and letters and calls because they have to log them. They have to log them. Yes. And and there's no way um it may take a FOIA request, but there's no way they can hide the fact that the calls were flooding in. Mm -hmm. um, they, they Those are documented. They have to have that uh, available. And so uh, that doesn't work unless we all just decide we want to do something. Doing something doesn't mean starting up a new organization. Doing something doesn't mean uh, being the one who um, goes and, and testifies in front of the, uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee or something like that. It just means that that you are being a, a just a pest. Yeah. Not so, not so much of a pe a respectful pest. Yeah. They can't do anything about it if you call them every day and you kill them with kindness and you say, you know, for instance, Representative Omar, I sure would appreciate it if you would uh uh back this bill or if you would uh, vote against this bill and and do it again tomorrow and do it again the next day. And just be nice about it. Um, they they can't do anything about it. You have that right. Uh, we all do. We could all call her office. But those of you that live there get extra special clout because it's you have the opportunity. If enough people think like you uh, that she's not doing her job, then she can get replaced. So um, here's one, one more thing. It really, really, really helps. And I, I've got several South Dakota uh, politicians that 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 do listen because I went and I worked for their campaigns back before they were Governor Christy Nome, back when she was not elected Christy Nome and she was running for a house seat. I worked for her campaign. Uh, I've, I've worked for Senator John Thune's campaign back when he was a house member running for Senate. I've worked for a, I've worked for uh, House member uh, Dusty Johnson. I've worked for his campaign. Go work for their campaigns when they're running for office, and you're going to get an ear a lot faster than Joe, who may sometimes vote during the presidential elections, but not always. And, and here's another thing to, to emphasize what Paul is saying, too. A lot of our politicians and our elected officials, uh, previous to them getting involved with politics, now let's just say the presidential age is 35, and you know you got to have some minimum ages for 
I think it's uh, 18 in some states and sometimes sometimes it's 21 or 25 and even yep. some others. Now, they were normal people previous mm -hmm. to being an elected official. Um, they are real people. I deal with politics all the time here in the state of Georgia um, and, and all the politicians, uh, both some that I do support and some that I don't necessarily care for too much. Um, key thing is, is being respectful, but state your piece. I mean, it, mm -hmm. you elected them or they were elected into that position to represent you. And mm -hmm. so they are your representative. Yep. Yeah. And they represent everybody in their district, not only the, the ones that gave the most of their campaign or not only the ones that voted for them. They still represent those who didn't vote for them. That's yep. a that's a very good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't mention our friend Rebecca Schmoy in Kansas. Yes. Who just announced her candidacy for the Kansas uh, State House uh, of Representatives. And I can't tell you which district. Uh, but it's Rebecca Schmoy, S-C-H-M-O-E. Her name is not Schmo, it's Schmoy. Uh, but uh, she, I wish her the very best. I hope she gets elected in her first run uh, for the House because she is going to be another person who is not afraid to stand up and make noise in that House the same way that uh, Lauren Boebert from Rifle Colorado is not afraid to stand up and make noise in the, the U.S. House. Uh, and by the, the way, that's District 59 in Kansas, District okay. 59. District 59, Kansas. Make sure you're voting for Schmoy for uh, legislature. So, um, Gary, you're out there. I know you're not. I don't think Gary's in her district, but uh, I know that they're, they're friends. They know each other. And um, I know Gary's got a, a very wide reach with his channel, too. Gizzard Gary out there. So, um I'm sure that as things happen, Gary's going to help share them. Um, but you can follow Rebecca Schmoy at uh, 1 million moms against gun control on just about every social media. Uh, she is one of the, one of the top two ladies in that organization now, along with, um, I just completely drew a blank on Mary's last name. Yeah. Somebody help me out there in the, in the, in the chat. Uh, the other, the other lady, I just drew a blank and I just saw her posts on Facebook earlier today. So I'm sorry, Mary. Um, it happens. <laughs> All right. So um, Rich White out there is saying he doesn't think Joe Manchin wants to hear from him anymore. Probably has Rich's cell number and email address memorized from repetition by now. Um, that is great. So uh, Rich, good job. That is so awesome to hear about. Um, love, uh, love reading that that's that's amazing um you don't have like i said you don't have to be a pest in the sense that you're being mean or rude uh just uh you know if, if you've ever when you were a kid if you've ever tried to get something and you knew that if you were persistent enough that um eventually mom and dad would cave or grandma whoever uh was in charge of, of making decisions that, uh, you know, eventually if you if you beg and plead it and bring it up enough, they're going to cave. You know what? Again, we're talking about real people here. Congress people are, are real people. Um, you know, some of those good ones um, like John Thune, I'm sure, puts his pants on just like I do. Both legs at a time uh, every morning. So. <laughs> no, honestly, though, I mean, they, they do. They, they put their trousers on one leg at a time, just like everybody else, as the old saying goes. Um, and so. Uh, they're, they're not, 
they're not any different. They most of them, especially at the the lower levels, the state levels, most of them will remember what it was like to not be in that governing body, that lawmaking body. Uh, they remember what it's like to be where you're coming from. Um, almost had another edition of the panel, but I think he was having troubles. Maybe he'll be back. We'll get somebody else in here to sign up uh, to to sound off. Um, one one thing I'll I'll add is if you have friends or family members that aren't quite you know gun people per se or they don't understand it, they don't understand the the community that the Second Amendment community really is. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can bring them out to an event, bring them out to, to GRPC, the Gun Rights Policy Conference, and let them sit there and, and yeah for a day. And just check out that and, and meet the people there. You'll see. Well, and, and you cannot be around better people. I, I, uh, we'll get Calaveras. We'll see if he's, we'll see if he's here. Are you, are you there, Pickle? His avatar hey. not yeah, I'm here. That's for, uh, I was put something in the, you know, private chat so you guys could see it. And then I hit the wrong button and kicked myself out. So I had to get back in. Oh, that's okay. You're there. Uh, oh, there it is. It says you're here. Cool. All right, so, um, all right, where was that comment? Uh, G-Webs out there on YouTube again. says, we don't call reps to make friends. We're calling to fulfill our part of the process. They will record or monitor our calls. No reason to expect a nice conversation or an opportunity to change their minds. And that's very true, too, um, especially with, with one or two calls. But here's the thing. If you make a quick one-minute phone call, and I make a quick one-minute phone call. And Paul and Kevin and Travis and Calaveras and Patrick all make a quick one-minute phone call. And and everybody out there all makes a one-minute phone call. Uh, I can tell you, here in Nebraska, if a senator gets a dozen calls on a specific bill, it's enough to, to take notice. A dozen, 12 people that care enough. The property taxes are a huge thing. I've said this before on the show. Uh, when a property tax bill came through a couple years ago, one of the senators said, oh, my gosh, they got flooded with calls. They had, oh, it was over 20. It was like 22 or 23 calls that came in. They just were flabbergasted. They got so much uh, so much feedback. If we, if Two we, dozen calls. Come on. If we were able to get an, an eighth of an eighth of the amount of responsible gun owners to make phone calls, they wouldn't be discussing this stuff in, in D.C. right now, I don't think. Nope, they wouldn't. They it wouldn't. seems like, you know what, to get their attention, essentially, you need to have in their it stand out in their mind they're getting more calls in favor of what we want as opposed to in favor of what the other people want. Mm-hmm. So that's where whether it's 12 calls, 100 calls, it needs to be a substantial in their mind that, you know what, majority of the calls seem to be coming in on this side of it. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, and, and that's where it comes down to, you know, the, the anti-gun people are willing to, I mean, they, they've got volunteers in droves. They've got people that'll show up to a call center and do nothing but make calls to legislators all day long uh, for free, or maybe they're getting paid a tiny little they're bit. They're getting paid. Trust me, they're getting paid. Not all of them, though. Some of them are so true believer so much a true believer they don't need money to go and and do that uh and and they'll do it from home you know they'll just call all these people all the time we need if they're not getting uh, paid for being at the call center 
they are definitely getting compensation from somewhere. You know, somewhere. You know, in order to, for them to have that extra free time, you know, in order for them to be at these call centers. Well, you know, I mean, you know, most of them, flowers. most of them can't take official paychecks. It's going to screw up their uh, their government money that they're getting handed out <laughs> they're, to they're, them. They're, they're busting they these people in. They're giving they them can't make too they're much. Throwing, they're throwing red shirts on them. Yep. Pallets of bricks as well. <laughs> yep. Red shirts and pallets of bricks and, and, and the black shirt with the anarchy symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> we're not going to go down that particular rabbit hole this time. Um, but but to be completely honest, I mean, that, that's all it takes is we need people to to just be willing to flood these senators, these representatives offices with calls or correspondence of some sort. And then, heaven forbid, you take the time to go find them at their office, schedule a meeting, sit down, and have them face-to-face. They're, they're going to listen to you. They may not agree with you. You may not change their mind. But so few people will actually take the time to go and meet with them face-to-face. Um, so if you've got the time and, and you've got the, the means to get there, Go seek them out. I mean, they have the the. Do they call it Lobby Day in Virginia? Is that what they call it? Where the Virginia people? I mean, it was a huge thing a couple of years ago yeah. uh, when everybody was there, but only Virginians were allowed in still. Uh, but they have Lobby Day where the all of their Congress or their not their Congress but their state uh, legislators are there in the building, ready to be met with. You can just walk from office to office and say, you know, hi, my name's John Anderson, and I live. I live in, in this town or this county or whatever. Um, and, and you can talk to them all. And I think every state capital should have that uh, as an annual thing and, and people should go to it. But let's say that doesn't happen. Then you have somebody like Diana Muller who puts together a group of ladies to go to Washington and sit down and talk to all of these representatives and all these senators and just explain to them where they're coming from as firearm owners, as women, as competitors, as moms, as wives, as girlfriends, as, as um, what have you. And, I mean, they've got such a wide variety of ladies. Um, you know, they, they don't fit into any one mold, and they check all the boxes. I mean, we've got every, every size, shape, and, and color, and race, and uh, we've got uh, LGBTQ community members, and, and we've got everybody represented by the DC Project. And they that group alone will shatter all the stereotypes that uh, the gun owners are, you know, fat old white guys in plaid shirts with beards yeah. like me um, that, that don't like minorities and don't like the rainbow community and don't like immigrants. We all know that's crap, but they don't. They don't know it because that's all they get told. And they don't know any better unless they have interactions with us. Well, if we're only going to sit in here and and talk to ourselves on the internet, we ain't going to get crap done. And we're never going to reach them. This show's not going out to those people. Not unless you know somebody and you share it with them and they're willing to give it a chance and give it a listen. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. And so um, groups like that that call attention and, and every what is it every month or two now they're they're dropping another video professionally produced videos these things are amazing uh they they make me um wish there was a uh dc project men's group like we could be the 
how does that work? The the um, you know, the Legion has the ladies auxiliary. It's called uh, the Bourbon Club. Hair club for men, hair club for men. Yeah, yeah, something like that. We we need the 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 DC the DC boys. <laughs> Not just the president. I'm also a member. DC boys. Yeah, it's kind of funny. All of us are wearing. I mean, honestly, sounds like a 90s pop band, John. They're doing what's that? So it sounds like a 1990s pop band, like a man men's pop band. You know, like like 95 degrees or something. You know, I'm in. <laughs> DC yes. boys. Yes. Let's let's form. It will be the DC boys, uh, but our instruments are going to be the uh, the pitch plates. So there you go. we'll call up a whole dance move and everything. That's right. I've seen I've seen some of you fellas on the catwalk at the the fashion oh. show. So we'll, we got Patrick's our ringer. We got to get you saying, there, John. Patrick's batting yeah. cleanup. I, I was able to strut myself, strut my uh, my stuff. I guess. It, actually, did you see? I was actually cutting the lawn. Yeah, you know, I missed before, that. Before you were on the catwalk or after? No, I was cutting the lawn. That's what I was doing. I was doing the while, lawn mowing. while he was on the catwalk. Oh, there. I got to go back and, and rewatch that. <laughs> if we had the time, I'd put that up on the screen right now, but I, we're not I, going I, to. I guess I was doing pretty good because Mike uh, Piaworski with uh, Arms Room Radio was trying to stuff uh, dollars down my uh, pants. So. Yeah, but for those of us that know Mike, I mean, all it takes is about two beers, and he's willing to stuff dollars down anybody's pants. So <laughs> True. <laughs> I hope Mike's watching, or or this gets to him. Uh, Mike knows Mike knows that I like him. Uh, we love him. Mike. We love you, Mike. Uh, if we didn't, we'd be nice to you. So, <laughs> right on, man. But but honestly, I mean, I I don't know how we can we've we have a lot of fun. We joke about this stuff, but but in all seriousness, we can't stress it enough. You don't need a floor to carry. You don't need uh, a gun owners of America. You don't need an NFOA to be able to go do stuff. You just need to, to figure out where, where to start. And a lot of people that's, there's two things. They don't know where to start. Number one, uh, if you don't reach out, we'll, we'll put you in contact with somebody, uh, whether it's a, a lobby group or maybe it's just a, a community group. Um, you know, there's all kinds of, of, uh, gun clubs and shooting leagues and, and things like that, you know, competition circles. I mean, we can get you in contact with people who know the people that you're looking for. Uh, we, we've got a wide circle of friends between all of us. So, so reach out, uh, drop me an email if you really do not know where to start. But the, the best place to start for right now is that capital switchboard number again which I did put in the comments and then I ex I went to pin it to the top of YouTube uh, chat and I accidentally deleted it. So I had to put it back in, but this is now pinned to the top of the live chat. If you're on YouTube uh, and if you're, if you're watching on replay on YouTube, you can still watch the live chat replay as well. So this will be there uh, right at the top, but 202-224-3121 is the number for the U S Capitol switchboard. Just like Paul's got up on his screen too. And so a uh, couple other things that we haven't mentioned. This just happened, and I hate uh, putting current events on these shows because, I mean, this may or may not matter in six weeks or six months or six years. But uh, I did read the article um, that uh, um, Joe Biden has instructed the Army, uh, or, well, the, through the Army, has instructed the Lake City Ammo Plant to not sell their surplus ammo to the civilian market. Which is, uh, from from what I heard, about 30% of the current 
ammo market comes from the Lake City plant. So if he can't ban the scary, evil, black uh, machine of death, then he can starve one. Um, Almost so, like they're planning something. Yeah, right? I mean, well, yeah, they're, they're also going to hoard all that ammo for themselves. It makes me wonder, though, um, I mean, are they going to reduce production? Or are they just going to build that surplus up? What's going to happen? Uh, because if we if we can ride this out until we get a decent commander in chief, and then that commander in chief says, "Go ahead and release it," and it floods the market, that's only great for the buyer, you know. It, but in the meantime, just be prepared for a run on five five six again because it's that's going to drive up cost. Um, you know, part of the reason that uh, that they can they can produce it at the price they produce it at is because they're dealing in such large numbers when it comes to materials at the Lake city plant. So but remember of, they, they are not trying to come after our guns. No, they don't want to ban them. Well, they're hell not. yes. Beto is, but the rest of them aren't. And, when, he, when, and, when and they, then he's not, except he is. When so. they start talking about nine millimeter blowing lungs out and no one needs a nine millimeter. I'll let him, let him. I love that. That was the best thing ever. Because did you hear what else he said? He said that 22 caliber bullets are fine. So they just uh, watched. Yeah. So there's it's I it's fine then. Your AR is fine. Yeah, that because includes it's 223, right? Says, bullet. Yeah, 22 caliber bullet. Yeah. And and you know, 556 five, NATO is still a 22 caliber bullet, and those don't blow a lung out. So those are okay. The doctor said so. Um the doctor that, that told him the ER trauma doc said 22 caliber bullets are fine. So what's the big deal? We don't need to get rid of these uh, black rifles anymore because that's what most of them shoot. Those of you that, uh, that have that 300 blackout set up, I'm sorry, yours are going to get banned. But those of us with 22 caliber ARs, we're going to be fine now. Uh, so, you know, I have it on good authority. The doctor he spoke with was Dr. Love, you know, from ooh. the Kiss song. Yeah. Was that yeah. Paul Stanley? <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that Paul Stanley was an MD. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm guessing that the doctor who really put him up to that was Dr. Jill Biden. Um, yeah. But I could be wrong. I, that's just yeah. my opinion, and it doesn't reflect the opinions of anyone else on the panel or our sponsor. <laughs> um. I love the dogs are staring at you. Going, what? G-Web's pretty, pretty interesting fact down there. Did you see that? The Militia Act of 1903. Oh, let's put that up Physical there. Comment. Yeah, that's kind of interesting to think. The Militia Act of 1903 created all the state rifle and pistol associations in the early 1900s to facilitate civilian marksmanship skills. The CMP exists to keep us skilled. Lake City Supply is part of that, which is awesome. Um. And I didn't realize until just recently that uh, that's contracted. So, so the manufacturer who currently runs the Lake City plant is now Winchester. It used to be federal until yep. it, the contract ran out and then they rebid. And, and I don't know how many years it goes, but that's kind of a cool little thing to know that uh, everybody gets a chance to, to run the, the Lake City plant. Now, they're still building the Lake City ammo to their specs. It doesn't. It's. It's doesn't matter if it's Winchester or Federal or who, is is running the plant. It's the same ammo every day. Doesn't matter. 
um, which may it, it's not necessarily um, going to be the same stuff that comes in a, a Winchester white box or a, a federal box or anything like that. Yeah. Well, oh, the good cool. thing is the good thing about it though is we can always contact the uh, the gunfood.com. Yes, absolutely. The gun foodie, uh, you've got more responsibility than ever now to keep that supply chain open. And then we've seen an influx. It's a uh, it's getting quite interesting though. Um, you know, before we were at about fifteen orders a day, twenty orders a day. Now we're starting to hit that twenty five thirty mark. So folks are reacting to it, and we're talking about new folks too. So now here's you, what you we're can, gonna do, Patrick. Real quick. You can ship by the pallet, right? Yes, sir. Just checking. Thegunfood.com, correct, Patrick? Thegunfood.com. I'm going to put this up because I've never said this before. (laughs) But I know for a fact that this has been tested now. Uh Uh-oh, I can't type. Sorry, guys. You guys that know me know I can't type and talk. I have to pick. I was typing. <laughs> all right. Let's put that in all of the comment sections, and then we'll put it on the screen. So go to thegunfood.com and use the discount code SANDHILLS because we kind of worked out a little thing here. That's awesome. <laughs> you will get uh, – what is that? Is that like a 2% discount or a 5 what, What's that good for, Patrick? It is for a 5.56% discount. Is that not the coolest thing ever? Well, that's a classic right there. That's awesome. That is the best thing ever. <laughs> Patrick is the man. <laughs> yes, Patrick is very much the man. Um, so thank you very much for that. And, and uh, uh, I think this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> Although we've been friends since uh, – October, so yeah. So wow. this isn't really the start. So that was a cool byproduct of going to Amcon last year. Was uh, getting to meet all kinds of cool people that I I'd never even heard of. Uh, Patrick, I didn't know who you were from Adam until we met up down there in Texas. That was cool. Yeah, uh, a couple other guys. So so uh, yes, it's it's been good to to know people who know people who know people. First time I met Patrick, he made a waitress cry. <laughs> really? Because I honestly can't see Patrick making a waitress cry. Wow. It, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was Shaggy. Kevin wouldn't eat me bacon. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> if, okay, if it's a bacon issue, you got to invite G-Webs because he's like the, the bacon. Bacon guru. king right there. Yeah, yep. he's the. Bacon, bacon, pancakes. What, what's the bacon version of a sommelier? That's what G-Webs is. We can do a quick poll right now. Bacon or grits? That's my vote, yes. How about, how about bacon like pieces versus sausage links or sausage yeah. patties? That's where the argument is right there. No, oh. uh, I'm I'm from this side of the Mason-Dixon line. I've, I've never had a grit. There's so no bacon gravy. There's only sausage gravy. So That's right. That's okay. <laughs> Grits are happiness and joy in a little semi-moist package. <laughs> I'm, not opposed, I'm not opposed to grits. I've just never had them. But you guys haven't lived yeah, yet. definitely. You were definitely in Dallas last fall, John. What is up? Dude, get some experience. Uh, grits are hard to find in Nebraska. About, grits are hard no, to find in I was all about that brisket sandwich in the hotel uh, restaurant. If you're going to GRPC this year and you're going to eat in the hotel restaurant, get the brisket sandwich. 
they had a full list of stuff on that menu. And I liked it so much that the two times I ate there, the second time I got the same thing as the first time because it was so good. <laughs> and I knew there was nothing on that menu that was going to be any better. So you lived until you guys had a pork roll, egg and cheese. Okay. All right. So we've oh, got just a little bit of time. Before. We're going to, yeah. we're going to wrap some stuff up. Um, before we completely shift gears and, and, go uh, into some some other off-topic stuff does anybody have anything that you wanted to say that we haven't given you a chance to say yet all right no i'll, I'll see just real quick you know we're talking about lobby spending and influence you can look up and see who contributes the most in terms of congressional lobbying every year oh yeah and nra is like the lower half like they're not even the top 15 if you look at what's number one and two big farm is in like the top 10 there's like a national Realtors Association, that's like number two. There's a few like big corporations that are number three, number four. Like the NRA, I think was 4.9 million contributed last year in 2021. Um, and I mean, compared to some of these other industries that contribute to your your senators and representatives, lobbying wise, it's not even close. So, yeah. And, and that's actually a point that I, I meant to make earlier. Um, and I, I didn't write it down, so it didn't happen. But, you know, we always hear about big pharma, big tobacco, you know, these these huge groups that are huge influences. Uh, we hear the gun lobby, but where is big firearm? Where's big ammo? It It's not there. It, it's not that big of a deal. What is a big deal is the 100 million plus, 120 million plus now of you who own these firearms, who are now realizing Number one, it is not easier to get one of those than a library card. Number two, you got it for a specific reason. A lot of you got them because you understand the police aren't going to be there in time to save you from a violent attack. And uh, now all of a sudden you're getting told that uh, somebody in a, a white domed building knows more than you know about your situation and what is best to take care of you and keep you safe. And if that doesn't piss you off, I don't know what will, because we see the way that they spend the money that we give them. And I've never seen uh, a more sad, sorry, pathetic group of jokers and losers than the people that decide how those dollars need to get spent. Overall, as a rule, I know there's some good ones in there, but I'm sorry you're getting painted with the same brush. All of you, Congress critters, senators, do better. It's our money, not yours. Spend it the way that you need to be spending it. Now, if you think those people are smarter than you, if you think that they're better at making your decisions than you are, then go ahead and support them and, and listen to them. That's fine. Give up whatever they tell you to give up. But if you are a normal, sane, thinking human being and you understand that uh, you're an adult, you're in charge of your own life, uh, and nobody else is going to make your decisions but you, then call them up and tell them that they are not to take away any more of your rights. We're not putting up with it. Simple as that. Be nice about it. Just tell them no more. Well, the dirty little secret that no one wants you to know either is that we're, we're all pro law enforcement, I think. We're all pro good cop. Um, yeah. We're, we're all anti-bad cop. Um, but the little dirty secret there that police are actually secondary responders. You are your own first responder. Yes. And as unfortunate as the parents of Parkland and the parents here in Texas lately found out again, hmm. you know, just, well, because, just because you have law enforcement out of school doesn't mean 
they're going to do something or just, do they have a duty to do anything? Just because they have a badge and swore an oath, they didn't swear an oath to protect you. That that's and, and even if it was in their oath, they, they have no legal duty to protect you. And we talked about that last week too. And, and the landmark case was Castle Rock versus Gonzalez, uh, the Supreme Court case. There have been others that have supported it since then. And, and uh, that Castle Rock did support those other uh, other cases too. But that's the big one is Castle Rock v. Gonzalez. Um, so yeah, even if somebody has a, rest- you have a restraining order against somebody uh, which spills over to your kids and, and he comes and, and kidnaps your kids, his, you know, his kids and hers, and she called the cops and they wouldn't do anything about it. And then later uh, when they found him, they found that he had uh, murdered those children. Um, nothing that, that anybody would do about it. And SCOTUS ruled that uh, she didn't have a case uh, against the city or the department. So sorry, cops do not have to protect you. Their job is to come in, clean up the mess and figure out who done it. Protect and, slur- protect and serve is a slogan. And it's not anymore. I've checked. I, I haven't seen a one of our city police vehicles uh, since last week, but we talked about that too last week. Uh, Norfolk, Nebraska, the the vehicles do not say protect and serve. They say, uh, I think service is on there, but protect is not anywhere on, on well, there. Let's talk about the economy crest. right now. The fuel prices that police police departments are, are backing down on their patrols, backing down on their service calls. Yeah, because they've got limited budget. And so many people were screaming to cut that budget even more. So, defund, yeah, defund, defund. yeah. I hope I hope you're satisfied, people. I I don't think we can unring that bell. That was all last week. Um, so, all right, we've we've kind of put this one to bed. So, before we run out of time, um, is there anything, Kevin, that you want to talk about that may or may not be happening uh, again next year that that we need to mention? Um, yeah, we're holding our, our fifth Freedom Fest, Second Amendment Freedom Fest event. It's going to be in February. I have the dates and I have some of the details, but I'm still need, I still need to work some things out. Um, I can announce, though, Paul Lathrop will be hosting the event. Nice. Again, I'm seeing it. And Patrick will be a guest speaker. Um, and there's a lot more that are already in the works, but... Uh, that event has gained some major traction throughout the 2A community, and it, it has gained, you know, people coming from all over the country to it. So uh, somehow I figured out a way to uh, get people to come camp in the woods in Florida and hang out for a couple of days and have a good time. And uh, thus far, I know Paul and Patrick can, uh, One thing that helps is is it's extremely rare in Florida to have a blizzard. You know, <laughs> so yeah, twist well, my we, arm. The other thing that helps is this is February in Florida, so it's also not going to be uh, so hot that I'm in danger of turning into soap. Yeah, we, we've had some nights uh, a couple times that it dipped down like 33. Oh, yeah, I'm down. No, honestly. Good uh, sleeping I, weather, man. Good sleeping weather. I have yet to figure out how to uh, crowdfund this trip, so we're not going to make it uh, unless something else drastic happens between now and the end of the year. We're Oh, we uh, got time. I could figure out, I could probably get the time off work. It's the, the funding to get us down there and back that I just can't see happening. And, and I, uh, I have never reduced myself to begging viewers or anybody else to, to throw money at us, to send us somewhere. And I'm, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but if I figure out a good way to do that, then I'll, uh, 
we'll work that out. But otherwise, I, I want to get down there. I want to hang out with everybody, meet more of you face to face. Um, probably not happening this year, just like GRPC is not happening for us this year because of prior engagements. Yeah. But we're locking uh, that end of the month down next year. And I'm I'm not letting us book anything so that uh, we maybe get a chance to, to hit GRPC in 2023. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, Paul even said he'd keep me busy if, if I can get down there. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, can't can't wait to get down there. Um, my my, my kind of thought process and vision of this event for the years down the road, think uh, think kind of Gunnapalooza. Now, this is event. officially a camping event, is it not? Well, it's a, it's a camping event. A lot of people hotel it. Right. But so, if you're out there, you're you're camping even if you you even if you're staying in the hotel when you get out there, you you're still camping, right? You're yeah. still you're still doing an ing. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people who haven't been to Florida don't know this. Uh, you don't get Susan to open... and I do rough it when we go down there because the hotel does not have room service. Oh, doggone it. That is rough. How do you survive? Well, you've got <laughs> Susan has you, so she's got room service. You're the only one that has. <laughs> yeah. <to do> that. <laughs> but but honestly, uh, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can't open carry in Florida unless you're doing one of the ings, right? Your fish, ing, your camp, ing, your hunt, ing. As long as you're legally engaged in the exception of hunting, fishing, camping, or going to and from target shooting, that's the only way you can open carry, or on your own property or place of business, things like that. Right. So that's the only way you can open carry. So and everybody... you don't have to open carry to attend these events. Right. So these events are all about education. Education and the way Charlie Cook uh, always likes to say is it's just like a family reunion. When everybody gets together, then it's just like seeing old relatives. The best part is, though, um, they, they say you can't pick your relatives. Well, you can pick your friends. And uh, some of the people that, that I met in Texas um, and that I've met uh, in different places over the years here since I started speaking out, uh, I you can't pick a better set of friends. Uh, so you, if that's your family, then, then you're doing great. Um, really is. And I'm not just saying that because some of you guys are, are, you know, tougher than me or better shots either. So, or better looking like Travis. <laughs> Ladies, you, you know what they say? Single. You can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose unless they're a really good friend. Travis needs to work on the facial that hair. Got, that got weird. I've had the beard before, and now that we don't have to wear face coverings anymore at work, I'm thinking about growing one out. So, yo, yeah, I, I've had some pretty epic beards in the past. So it's um... the, the thing about Travis is this is normally the time of the year that the baby face comes out. Normally, all winter the, the beard grows, the burly beard and stuff, and yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> so here, I don't want to spend the money on Tinder. Let me just put my phone number up right now so people can. Start <laughs> One three zero eight three two five. I'll let you figure out the rest. <laughs> Let's see, Travis. Uh, Travis yeah. P eleven is. Don't tell. Is that, is that? It's just. It's one eight hundred Travis P eleven, right? No, the Travis P eleven is because when I went on Hotmail back in the day. Uh oh, hang on a second. When I went on uh, Hotmail back in the day, I tried to get Travis and Travis P. The first Travis P's were taken, so Travis <laughs> P eleven was the first one. So I just stuck with Travis P eleven for basically everything. So that's. It's not because I like Caltech and the P11 or anything like that, right? Nothing against Caltech, but yeah, no, I just 
Hey, yeah. George Kelgren, if you want to sponsor the show, go ahead. Uh, we'll I'll shoot Keltex and make videos of them if you want to sponsor my show, George. So I'm down. <laughs> and he's cheap too. I was about to say. I think we all. Like oh my. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? Keltex are inexpensive too. So. <laughs> Not really, man. So yeah. All right. Um, all right. So let's go. Uh, let's let's end this on another serious comment from G Webs here. Uh, part of your value is your participation in the two A community. So getting help to make things possible that would normally be out of the question is the kind of thing supporters value participation in. Now I know he said that when I talked about crowdfunding, but honestly, those of you who want to do something and don't know how, get together, find some like-minded individuals, and if if you don't know how to find them, again reach out to us. And we'll get you in contact with people who know people who know people. And uh, you'll you'll be able to find them. You'll be able to network. Networking is the best thing, right? The older I get, the more I realize that it's it's not just uh, it's not just an old saying. It's it's not what you know, it's who you know. It really is life's all about who you know. Um, you know somebody for this, you know somebody for that. So all right. Uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up and give everybody a chance to uh, uh, give your outros. Uh, any final closing thoughts you have and then where people can find you. So, uh, Travis, you're down in that spot where we'll just start back with sure. you. Um, closing thoughts and where can people find more of what you have yeah. to say? Well, like I said before, do do your own research, but you'll see that the the powerful lobbies and firearms and big ammo and stuff are not not that they can't have some influence but it's nothing compared to some of the other industries out there uh that's all i'm going to say on that but yeah just type in travis p11 as a google search and you'll find all the links to all my social networks and youtube and gunstreamer youtube odyssey rumble whatever you want i'm over there so yep instagram facebook twitter yep. and you go live every thursday at Six yeah, Thursday, Thursdays at 6 Central Time and Saturdays at 8 a.m. Uh, Central Time. I won't be doing episodes next week. I've got stuff going on in the family, but I've got 239 episodes of Caliber Corner you can check out, plus various episodes on Thursdays that you can go back and look at under live streams if you want. So there's season. I actually bookmark them by seasons. So like a good Netflix series, you can binge watch all my podcasts if you want to, if you got nothing else to watch, you know. So uh, yeah. What is it Cheryl Todd always says? Binge watch to your heart's content, darling. Absolutely. Start with episode one and just I've got all the episodes of Caliber Corner on and, and let me tell you now for you. So I, yeah. I was uh I was teaching um teaching the, the second part of a three-part course uh earlier this week. Uh it was a, a women's handgun and self-defense fundamentals course. And I told these ladies that uh whatever gun they're looking at to, to maybe buy if if the one they're using right now maybe isn't their forever gun or they they want more anyway uh travis p11 channel has just got amazing resources for learning how to clean just about any pistol out there um and and a lot of long guns too travis your stuff is amazing and i'll put your videos Thanks, up against anybody's with any budget uh just the the thoroughness and and uh it's thorough, but it's simple. You don't, yeah. you don't waste any time or effort. You cover everything that needs to be covered and your camera angles show us what we need to see. So yeah. I appreciate the stuff that you're doing. No uh, problem, man. Yeah. There's and, a good chance. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I keep the beginner in mind when I make those videos and it's, you know, a lot of people watch this video. Why'd you take 15 minutes to do this? Well, I mean, every clip is roughly 15, 20 seconds and it adds up. I mean, you'd be yeah. amazed. Some of those, some of those cleaning videos take 50, 60 clips to film. 
and I try to get it down to like a 10 to 15 minute video. It doesn't always happen. So, um, well, yeah. Oh. Sure. And, and yeah, anybody who's never taken down their AR 15, anybody who's never taken down their, their 1911 or their, their Glock pistol or whatever it is. Um, if you've never done it, it can be a little daunting the first time. And so, um, even just the techniques to, to when you take stuff apart that you don't, uh, you know, you don't lose your, your, uh, um, like firing pins and springs and recoil yeah, your firing springs pins, and, your recoil you know, all springs, yeah. all that good stuff. I was trying to think of the little, the little plug, um, on the recoil spring on a 1911, uh, what that was actually called, but I think it's just a plug, isn't it? The barrel bushing? I mean, the, no, the recoil spring plug. The part uh, you push oh, in. The plunger. The I call it the plunger. I call okay, the plunger, so, so yeah, that. I mean, yeah. so that you don't lose that, you know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right. So go check Travis's stuff out. Travis, thanks for being here. We appreciate oh, it. Appreciate it. Yep. All right, Patrick, any closing thoughts? And then where can people find you? Yes, yes. So I always uh, – actually, I just prepared a speech for the NRA conference here. We have a state-level – first state-level NRA conference in Georgia, uh, which will be next weekend next saturday i'll be speaking at that uh i'm looking forward to that because i'll be on stage with a whole bunch of heavy hitters so uh, hopefully folks will listen into my little my little speech there but um what i will say is you never know what your role will play in someone else's day okay so uh whether it's saving their life or applying medicaid uh medic you know type help or you know, unfortunately, someone wants to make you a victim, you know, so just stay prepared uh, as much as you can. Uh, this life is very short. and We're all here to try to live as long as we can. Um, with that being said, reach out to me on all the social medias. I'm the gun food, the gun foodie, uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, the gunfood.com. Look us up. We got uh, deals. As John had mentioned, Sand Hills will give you save you. 5.56%. Um, Still the coolest thing ever. Not, not, not 2.23 or not, not 2. <laughs> yeah. But um, other than that, just check us out. I mean, we have the ammo you need. Everything that we have on our online uh, webpage is in stock, ready to go. And it goes out that same business day. So it's really just the transit time that you have to worry about. If I type in BMG, can I say 50%? <laughs> We, we could work up a little bit. It, it, it was worth a try. It was worth it, though, yeah. <laughs> Do I get the 762 uh, friend percent? <laughs> yeah, you, you got to rank all your friends now in tiers by, by which caliber <laughs> their, their discount code is. So, <laughs> All right, Patrick, thanks for joining us and, uh, and being part of the discussion tonight. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, Kevin, we, uh, we'll give you a chance. Any closing thoughts? And where can people find more of what you're doing? Um, I actually run a Facebook group called America Under Distress. It's a pretty easy group to find. Paul's a member. Patrick's a member. I think you might even be a member, John. Uh, do I have to admit to it in public? You may. Um, I am. I it, am it, indeed. It's a, it's a fun group. Um, it's not just two-way-related stuff. But um, but more than anything, FloridaCarry.org. Look up FloridaCarry.org. If you live in Florida or have friends or family in Florida, shoot them our direction. And I say the same thing about Patrick. If you have friends in Georgia, shoot them towards uh, Patrick. Can't find it somewhere. I've got the Florida carry patch somewhere around here. So, how do you awesome. have the Florida carry patch and I don't? Uh, it's not what you know, Patrick. It's who you know. And I know Pete over at Gun Websites, and I won a uh, two A patch batch, uh, the 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 first one ever. 
um, he had a, a couple spares. And so I was watching the, the Daily Gun Show one night, and uh, I don't know if it was a drawing or I was the one with the, the answer to the question right. I don't know what I did, but I won that, and it was in there. I got a lot of cool patches out right. of that. So uh, it's not what you know. It's who you know. <laughs> all right kevin thanks for joining us we appreciate you and all the stuff that you're doing over there uh and uh lord willing we'll get down there and and hang out with you and do some of the camp ing just in case my firearm gets exposed but uh uh if not this year or if not this coming year then then maybe in the future we'll we'll see what we can do uh paul it's, wor it's worth it just for the food is it what was this you said about the the pork the pork roll what a pork pork roll egg and cheese but uh, during the during saturday's evenings events man we we, we deep fry turkeys we got we go nuts man i just ate before we started doing this and i'm now you made me hungry okay i gotta warn you man be careful the homemade uh beer and mead that flows down there it's potent stuff that's okay you somebody else can have mine i'll Come sit on. there I'll, I'll sit there and be the good boy with you paul i won't <laughs> I'll drive whoever needs to a ride back to the hotel, though. You uh, will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul, thanks for uh, joining us. We'll give you a chance now to uh, give any closing thoughts. And then where can people find all the stuff that you're doing? My only closing thought is please, please, please get involved. A lot of you who are watching, I've been watching the YouTube commentary. A lot of you watching are already involved. Keep at it. And those of you who may not be as involved as you like, get more involved. Um, that's kind of my closing thoughts. Right now, more than ever, we need everybody to be going full throttle. Uh, where can you find me? Go to Polite Society Podcast on YouTube or Facebook. I broadcast there Monday through Saturday. And I do a video production for Amanda Suffolk on Sunday. So uh, I'm, I'm here in the studio daily pushing something out. Uh, just Polite Society Podcast, Facebook, and YouTube pages where you can find me. There you go. Awesome. All right. Uh, fellas, thanks for joining us. And Calaveras32 Special had to pop back out, uh, but I was glad he was in here for a little bit. We haven't seen or heard from him in way too long, so that was nice, Calaveras, if you're out there listening. Uh, glad to have you here with us for a little bit. Um, all right. Let's go through the list real quick, and we will just acknowledge everybody who stopped by to stop by to acknowledge us tonight um over on the facebook side it looks like steven was the only one who other than myself who was throwing comments into the uh the live chat there so steven thanks for coming along and, and commenting out there in the in the facebook world uh, also looks like we got a couple thumbs up um steve chris and bull were out there on the facebook side too it looked like uh, on the YouTube side, if you commented, then my beautiful bride wrote you down. So we had Kingpin, Gizzard Gary, Blitz, Patriot in the Dark, Irish Wristwatcher, Gun Websites, Pat in a Bunker, DJ Play Nice, The Gun Foodie out there and in here, Mr. Knives, Rich White, Mike, 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 Agorizer, G23, AR Guns 1776, Polite Society Podcast out there and in here. Guns and Barbecue, Keith Gregory, Tacos and French Fries, Calaveras out there and in here, and then AAF, which means American AF, uh, American Ammo and Firearms. But we all know what it really stands for, uh, which we all are. Get that back. All right, that's been it. I'm not exactly sure what we're talking about next week, so you'll just have to wait and be surprised like I will be. 
Um, but uh, we'll try to put together a panel of some people to talk again next week, Thursday night, 8 o'clock Central Time, which, as we all know, is the only time zone that matters, and anybody who says otherwise is in that Eastern time zone. Um, at least all the people that have ever argued with me about it have been. So, <laughs> um, on behalf of uh, Calaveras and Travis and Patrick and Kevin and Paul, and of course, Sandhill's sweetheart, who uh, had a beautiful comment here. Thank you all for joining us. Hope to see you all and more next week. Um, you know, it, it's Paul, you're kind of right. You were flipping through the uh, people out there commenting on YouTube. And yeah, most of the people in the comments are already doing things. Uh, we know who they are. And, and most of, well, you and I at least know who uh, who they are and, and a little bit about what they're doing uh, to to help further the, the Second Amendment. Um, so those of you who are doing something, uh, it's your job to be a, an example, lead by example, but it's okay to invite people to come do things too. Um, I would really appreciate it if you would just copy and paste the link for the YouTube, Facebook, I don't care, uh, but, but share this out and send it to individual people and encourage them to watch and listen. I would sure appreciate it. Maybe they'll like this enough that they'll come and hang out with us and get in the comments next week. That would be amazing. Um, so if you're hearing this and you plan on coming in next week uh, and you're new, I want you to sound off next week in the comments and let me let me know that it worked saying that. So, all right, we're going to get out of here. The puppy needs to go out. Now she's finally settled back down. She was trying to tell me earlier that she needed a break. So uh, we're going to get out of here. We love you all. God bless you all. Uh, long live the Second Amendment. But it's time. We've got to go. You've got to go. Get off my lawn.